Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Boys presented by Shitpost. This time, it is the kickoff special. NFL action is here. Week one is here. The boys are jacked up. The bets are rolling. We're cooking up wild fucking parlays. We are excited to be here today on the first ever Shitpost kickoff special. I am joined, as always, by Kyle, JB, and CJ. Boys, the the season is here. Tis the season. This is probably the most hype week of the year. If you're just a normal fucking just football fan, like you ain't got no skin in the game, everybody's fucking, you know, zero and zero season starting up. The This is the most hype time of the year right now. Well, if you ain't got no skin in the game, you're doing it wrong. That is true. That is true. But just, just put a, some just money a, down on this shit. Just, just a, a cat. If you're a casual NFL fan, be a weak bitch. Don't be a weak bitch. I'm sitting here in my fucking Patriots hat and my Pats jersey. I'm repping the brand. But I'm excited. I'm excited for tomorrow night's game. I'm excited for all the games. We're fucking back, boys. We are all the way back. And this time we're doing it fucking legit. We are going to provide bets and analysis. And we're going to prove a little friendly competition here. Who is going to be the most lucrative gambler on the show? We're going to see who bets with their heart and who bets with their fucking brain. I think I got you boys fucking figured out. Oh, I, I 100% do not think I'll win this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a knack for like either breaking even or losing like a hundred bucks. So I'm going to, here's what will happen. I'll go on a nice hot streak. I'll win like yeah. five, six, seven weeks in a row. Then I'm going to go really cold. <laughs> That's a, I'm the, the same ice way. Man. I, get on a, I get on a heater and then I'm like, oh man, I could do this professionally. And then I lose my fucking mortgage. <laughs> So we are deathly excited for this kickoff special. Before we get into the nitty-gritty here, we got some topics to run through. Uh, speaking of football being back, the 3FL, the Fantastical Fantasy Football League, I am the commissioner of that league. I won last year. I had one of the most – some people are saying a lot of beat writers. Uh, I, I heard uh, – uh, who the fuck's the guy? Schefter. He came out and Ian Rappaport said that I had the most dominant fantasy season of all time. You can go look it up. It's on the internet. But we had a guy who has never drafted before join the league. Okay, and I wanted so, to do this in front of JB and Kyle to hear their reactions. So my my original uh, thought on this was that he had played fantasy football before. But clearly... That was not the fucking case. So all I was told, shut the fuck up so we can hear it. Blind reaction. Well, oh, we're, would you fuck off? We're, we're giving a little bit <laughs> of commentary on for us. I am so glad that you live in North Carolina. All right, what would you do if I did, pussy? <laughs> Probably just wipe my balls all put, over your door handle or something. I put my nuts around your forehead. I drop them like fucking goddamn hot acorns. Just you, boom. you've been you're, you're gonna, gonna come to real... Jacksonville and put your balls on my forehead. Yes. Well, I mean, highly I mean, I unlikely. I work in Springfield two days a week, so I could drag my nuts across your door handle twice a week for the rest of my life. For the record, that would be my parents' door handle, and that's fucking rude as shit. Well, it sucks to be them. And also, you've been a real sassy bitch this week. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's crawled up your ass, but goddamn. All right, we got to get on the show here, boys. We got a lot to go after. So without further ado, let's run down this guy's draft. He had the number one pick, 101, round one, Jonathan Taylor. That's a fine pick. Perfect perfect pick. 
Okay. Just standard. A, just a redraft league? Yeah, just a redraft. Yeah. So, okay. Jonathan Taylor, one-on-one. Makes sense. Okay. Round two, pick 10. So, at the 210 spot, Patrick Mahomes. I knew it. <laughs> I knew he was going to go quarterback with the second pick. <laughs> wait, Just wait. Round three, DK Metcalf. Ugh. That was a good pick last year. Yeah, reach. Round four, Los Angeles Rams defense. <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse somehow. Oh, my God. Round Tell five. Me he did not take a pick, a kicker in round five. Round five, Harrison Bucker. <laughs> I swear. It gets no. worse. I swear. It gets worse. I swear. How does it get worse than that? Look at that. Just one. wait. Harrison Bucker, round four. You're waiting I'm for not the one kidding. pick. <laughs> I am not kidding. All right. Just you guys, you guys are going to freak out. All right. I hope he doesn't listen to this. John, we love you, buddy. But Jesus Christ, this was probably the most <laughs> god awful draft I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so I don't even know where the fuck we're at. Okay. So round six, uh, Julio Jones. <laughs> that was good in 2014. Round seven. Maybe. Round seven, Kareem Hunt. Round eight, Randall Cobb. <laughs> it was my favorite pick on the whole draft. Is he a Packers fan? No. Uh, no, no, no Where's no. he going then? I, no, no. I looked eight. Dylan right in the eye and said, what in the fuck is happening right now? So is this guy at least a football fan? Or does he yes. even pay attention? He, he watches football, yes. <laughs> Round nine, Jarvis Landry. Round ten, Hunter Henry. Round eleven. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, round 12, Evan Ingram, round 13, Houston defense, (laughs) round 14, (laughs) round 14, Robbie Gold, let's go, round 15, Khalil (laughs) Herbert, and round round 16, Sky Moore. So that was, uh, that was a first ever. Uh, draft by the young man. He is projected for 123 points this week. And he is the, I think he's the lowest projected. I mean, he got a D minus yeah. draft grade by Yahoo. Uh, I don't, I don't know. That... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has the lowest point total by about 30 points. He's got everybody else's about 30 point jump on him. <laughs> Randall Cobb, Randall, when, when, when Randall Cobb came off the draft board, I about fell over backwards. I couldn't fucking believe what I was seeing. It was crazy. It, it was, it was, it may be the best draft of all time. If we're talking about the miles of laughs that I got out of it, it was his best draft oh, of all time. Yeah. You know, Taco on the league drafted better than that. <laughs> Taco won his league before the, <laughs> before the series started. So, oh, yeah. Couple of things. <laughs> what? Yeah. First time drafting guys. Oh, Randall Cobb being drafted in any league in the last six years is fucking ridiculous. Secondly, what? <laughs> I'll tell you what, outside of Jonathan Taylor, his be- best pick was Sky Moore at 16. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's such a, it's such a Hold wild on. ride. It's such a wild I- ride. I will say Aaron Rodgers in the twelfth is not a bad pick. No, that no, that's a good pick. That that might have been his best pick. 
besides Taylor, because that's just a standard number one pick. Yeah. I wonder if he just had like a big wheel that he was spinning with like all the players <laughs> on it. And that's what was happening. Um, like, oh, okay. So what are you gonna do to yourself if he wins that league? <laughs> oh, I'll shut it down. We'll be done. Yeah, yeah that's the end of it. I've got I don't I've deserve got, to play fantasy football if he wins this league. Yeah, I've got our league and Ronnie's league. I'll just fucking go. Yeah, you know, three FL's a shit show. You boys were right. Uh we peaked with, <laughs> we, we peaked with we peaked with my season. We'll never top it, so it's fine. Speaking of that, well, we're gonna switch gears real quick. We're gonna get into some MLB action before we get into the kickoff special content here. I'm gonna let the experts take it away. I wanna know if the Cardinals are still hot. I wanna know if Albert Pujols is human. Kyle, I know you got some MLB stuff. You guys take it away. I'm just let me I, I don't want to say much and then I'll just let you take it away. Uh this is amazing, right? Like what we're doing is fantastic. Uh, and baseball right now. Besides, uh, yeah, we we jumped in the power rankings from six to second uh, this past week. Yeah. Um. So that's super cool. Uh. And Ryan Helsley's new walkout is by far the best thing to happen to baseball walkouts since Ricky Vaughn. <laughs> and it's Andy walks out to Hell's Bells. Like I will say. I really, I do really like uh, the Mets closers walk out with the trumpets and shit. Oh yeah, that's cool. cool. That's cool too. But this one's bad fucking ass. <laughs> also, uh, Jerry Seinfeld blamed that trumpet player for their their skid that they're on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with the fact that you're the fucking Mets. We'll mm-hmm. get to that in a second. Go ahead, Kyle. I'm done. Okay, so uh, the. The information that I have is really based on schedule comparisons the rest of the way. The Mets are fucked. They are going to be the wild card team. Um, Atlanta has tied them now as of uh, as of Wednesday morning. Atlanta and New York are in a dead tie for first place in the NL East. The Mets just lost Scherzer. I'm not sure for how long, but he left a game. They lost the game. He, if if they lose him for any amount of time, they might. That some some other team might catch him. Brewers might catch him. Like That's the the Phillies are right there. That was they, so they I are have, not very far behind. Yeah, I have the Mets schedule in front of me. They're uh, they're winning as of as we speak, um, but uh, so they they've got some tough matchups the rest of the way. Um, I don't care what anybody says on this podcast. Miami is going to be a tough matchup the rest of the year because oh yeah, I disagree. I don't because that rotation is still good and they can still go and have a one off dominant performance. Sandy is. And- Sandy just hit a home run the other night. Did he really? Yeah. Stroke. Let's go. I don't know why he um, was hitting, but. So they've got. Hmm. Yeah, they, they're playing a doubleheader today. Um, so they've got three with Miami. They've got three with Milwaukee, which with that rotation, it's always going to be a tough series against any team. Yeah. Uh, the, Milwaukee may not be the best team this year. They're very much not. But 
that rotation that, is still bananas. Yeah, they can sneak up and beat you. Um, and they've got uh, they've got so they've got four total more with Miami, two or three uh, this weekend, and then at the end of the month they've got uh, two game series. Then they've got three against Atlanta and three against Washington. Now, if it comes down to the wire, they might be able to push ahead of Atlanta. But with the way that they've been playing baseball the past week or two, it doesn't really feel like they're that team. Um, they so were. Ask you this: If you looked at the Braves' schedule, because I just pulled it up just now, and their schedule is fucking tough. Yes, but what's the big difference here between the two teams? One team is ice cold. The other team is red fucking hot. Right. But... Playing, going into the postseason, I've put all of all of my worth into the teams that are hot. The hot teams right now in all of baseball, just not really an American League team. Astros, I, I think it's the Astros League to, win, to lose. Uh, the Yankees are just... Judge is out again, too. They're just falling off a cliff. Uh, the only thing they've turned into the uh LA Angels, where they might get a couple runs, but they're coming off of Judge Homers. That's yeah. it, that's all they're doing. And their pitching hasn't been good. Uh, so for me, it's the Astros and everybody else in the American League. Now, in, in the National League, there's three hot teams that I think can win the pennant Atlanta, the Cardinals. And of course the Dodgers. Uh, so with Atlanta, they do have two series with Philly, which is going to be tough. Uh, seven total games left with Philly. And I would say that's probably their biggest roadblock. Yeah. But what Mets are they playing? Are they going to have their, is DeGrom and Scherzer going to be there? I also have something to talk about with the Grom. Um, once we get done with this playoff talk, um, so they've got seven with Philly, but then they've got uh, this weekend they've got three with Seattle, which it's not an easy series, but it's definitely winnable for that team. I think the Braves are better than Seattle. Oh yeah. Um, then they've got San Francisco for three, Philly for for three, uh, but they have two series against Washington. Six total games. That should be six wins right there. And then you're just trying to win two out of three against Philly or three out of four against Philly, two out of three against the Mets, and then just try to play 500 ball, and they've got the division. And we all know what the Cardinals' schedule is the rest of the way. It's weak as fuck. Um, we've got two series against the, the Dodgers. We've got a series against the Dodgers. We've got a series against the um, Padres, and I think we have two more games against uh, Milwaukee, and the rest is NL Central uh, fucking – Bottom of the barrel teams. Yeah, we've got um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Chicago, and Pittsburgh to close out. As as we sit right now, we're what four and a half games back of the second seed of the playoffs. Um, the car, in my opinion, the Cardinals really need to get that. Um, I don't want to face a hot wild card team. We've yeah. been the hot wild card team. We know what happens. Washington Nationals in 2019. Yeah, you, know, you, you see all these teams that just come out super red hot. So those are the teams that I'm earmarking for deep runs this year. I think the National League is completely wide open. Uh, it's going to be completely wide open for three teams, but it's going to be completely wide open. Um, I'm not saying that the Mets are done. I just think right now they're kind of fucked, especially with their health and the way that the team is just playing inconsistently. Um, 
Now, when it comes to the Mets, there is another thing that they have to worry about, and that's Jacob DeGrom. <clears throat> he has an opt-out after this season. He has been vocal and talked numerous time, times about how he wants to opt out and test the free agent market. Now, all signs probably point to him coming back to New York on a huge deal, but that's something that that whole team has to worry about right now because without DeGrom, then they just have Scherzer. And Scherzer is not a, a, a spring chicken. Uh, no, and I, I think if they, if they fumble fuck around and fuck up winning this division, I think he's gone. Uh, to St. Louis? Uh, I would fucking hope so, and I don't care what we have to give for him. Oh, he'd be a free agent. We can give him $75 million a year. Oh, that's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, I don't care how much we pay him. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what? You only have to start 20 games a year. <laughs> yeah. I'll, well, you can sit the fuck right. You can and sit honestly, fuck getting him away time. from that horrific, historically horrific training staff, it's just going to do wonders for him anyway. Yeah. Get him down to St. Louis. It, get him anywhere. Like, honestly, I don't want to be a homer. It's easy to do that. Say, oh, St. Louis is a great spot. But you know what else is a great spot for him? The Dodgers. Let's be honest. Fucking Atlanta. Atlanta. Philly. Like, there's a lot – the New York Yankees. There's a lot of teams <laughs> that would do everything they could to acquire his services because, well, we all know my opinions on Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. The best uh, way that I can, the best way I can think to describe the Mets right now is it's like they're in quicksand. Okay. Like they're, they're doing everything they can to keep their head above, above ground. It, and I mean, so far they're, they're doing it. It's it's hard, but they're doing it, and Scherzer going down does not help. I actually have uh, a way to describe it that most degenerates would really get and grasp. So it's like when you make a really winnable bet. You lose on the first leg. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Then you try to make that up that up on a new, another bet, and you that one loses. You just keep going and going and going and going and going until you have no money left. All of a sudden, you're homeless. Yeah. <laughs> Sucking dick for a fucking McGangman. Flapjack. Yeah. Uh, that, that's how I would describe the way the Mets are reacting right now, is they're just trying. They're like, just grasping at straws, man. I mean, it's it, it's nothing there. It's, yeah. I, it's going to be real interesting to see how it goes. Um, I mean, shares are going down. Whether that's a whether that's a move to keep him healthy for the playoffs or whether it's a real injury, uh, either way, it, it's not good. Um, and since we didn't really talk about the Cardinals, I'd like to just touch on them real quick. Uh, yes, to answer your question, uh, Beach, um, the Cardinals are still hot. Um, they keep Our winning. Softballs. Hey, that's my, that's my Dylan's, Dylan's stripping on camera. Sorry, I had to get that in there. Um, no, they're still playing exceptional baseball. They're, uh, Jack came back last night. Uh, he looked good in, through five. Uh, he, he did look a little tired. Um, but other than that, his velocity was good. His uh, fucking slider was top notch. Yeah. And, and uh, he, just, his... he just, you know, he's still having a little bit of trouble finding the plate, but he really, you know, it's the same thing. He just got to get reps in. That's just from him not pitching. Yeah. That's he all. Get reps and like, like I, like I said a couple weeks ago, you know, we get him back. He throws, you know, what, four or five games to end the year. 
by the time we get in the playoffs, he's back at, pe- at peak performance. Everything's going to be fine. If we have not two. Peak, he'll be close. Yeah, yeah. It'll it's enough. It'll be enough. Uh, we hey, we have what? two. I I don't even care if he pitches well because we got Dakota Hudson out of the rotation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good thing. We we quite literally have two bona fide aces right now. Um, and if if you want to throw Wainwright in there, we have three. Uh, I mean, I, he's he's not a spring chicken, you know. He but he's fucking he's good for seven innings, seven innings of two run ball, mark it down. Yep. And it, you we can't ask for anything else. We we have everything that we need. Everybody just has to toe the line. What is Pujols at now? Six ninety four. Six ninety five. So he's got five more in yep. about twenty games. Yep. He can get there. It's very doable. Uh, no one, no one did come out and say that he doesn't care if Albert hits 700 this year. He wants him back regardless. He's like, what this dude does for the locker room is fucking incredible. Uh, and just imagine the fans on opening day. You know that first home series, whatever. It'll just. I mean, I, I don't think that that'll happen. I, I think that you know, there's there's maybe a one percent chance that that happens, but that's no. He'll come back and have Ken Griffey Jr.'s last year, where he's falling asleep on the bench and has. That's it. Year. Yeah, and we don't we don't want to see that. We we no. want this um, hit hit seven hundred and get the fuck out of here, Albert. And also, just to be a bit of a cheeky bastard. Uh, so to all you Cardinal haters who have been talking all year about how Arenado has an opt out. <laughs> Does that sound like a guy who's looking no, to opt out? That sounds like here? a guy that's going to sign a seven-year extension. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. And uh, that's I, another guy that I do not care what we give him. I don't oh, care. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, but in terms of baseball, that's all I really have. There's not a whole lot of American League shit that's really uh, – the, the wild card race is going to be really interesting because of how uh, Baltimore, bad the Yankees – Bad – how Tampa bad – What is <laughs> – I, I brought this up to Jake yesterday. What if all four teams from the AL East? Now Jesus Boston's going to have to work. Boston's <laughs> going to have to go on a 15 game winning streak. But that even three out of four ain't bad. No, no, I dude, I, I, I the Orioles are not getting enough credit. They are playing very good baseball, and it's consistent. And I, I don't want to play them in the playoffs if I'm an American League team. Especially not in the, if I'm in an in division rival. Fuck no, they're they're. I think they're they were one game back yesterday of the wild card spot or tied. They're um, a game back, yeah. And I mean the Yankees, the Yankees. Uh, uh, da, 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 uh, Stanton is day to day again. I watched the game uh, on Monday, and when he was hitting, he, I don't know what he did, but when he swung something with his back foot, fucked up, and he just looks. All kinds of out of sorts, dude. I bet it you is, he has a fractured foot, and he's just not. He's just yeah, playing through it. It is, and coming from a guy who has done that, like I, I went out. Me and Dylan played golf uh, in February when my foot was all fucked up, and just swinging a golf club was fucking horrible. I can't imagine trying to hit a fucking ninety-eight mile an hour fastball trying to do that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's baseball is going to be electric this year. Can't wait for the playoffs. Baseball. And baseball. with that in mind, we pivot from the stick ball to the pig skin before we get into our gambling analysis and our picks here. Boys, we're going to have a little episode of the NFL crystal ball. 
any sort of prediction, wild theory, or something that uh, you think is going to happen this season, the people and myself demand to hear it. So I'll just go ahead and jump us off here because I don't think mine's going to be the spiciest, but this 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 audience here, no, I don't I don't think this is spicy. The more and more I think about it, uh, it involves Buffalo Bills and it involves two receivers, uh, Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. I don't think Gabe Davis is going to be a wide receiver two for that team. I think he's going to be a 1B to Stephon Diggs' 1A. And my bold prediction is that Gabriel Davis will have more receptions and touchdowns than Stephon Diggs. I actually really oh. like that. I, yeah, I, I really like that. I, uh, Diggs gets double coverage everywhere he goes. Yep. Uh, and then that leaves – Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, and Isaiah McKenzie. And out of those three guys, you're, you know, Gabe Davis is obvious, your obvious number one out of those three. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think that's a very good uh, assumption. I think I don't, Diggs I, will still get his. He'll, he'll be, oh, you yeah, know, he's going to break off the long ball. He, but I think Gabe Davis is going to be the the per the perfect comp- compliment you know it's gonna yeah. be he's going to have a year that another team might see that and maybe buffalo's comfortable in shipping off stefan Diggs. maybe they're comfortable shipping off gabe, da- gabe davis for a good haul who knows i just think he's going to be the receiver to watch stefan Diggs is going to get his but i think gabe davis is going to have a more meaningful and impactful season than stefan Diggs. Yeah, I, I think I think you're looking at two thousand yard receivers, and both both have over ten touchdowns. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I like that. I'm not going because I haven't made up my mind yet. I'm bouncing between two, so somebody else go. <laughs> uh, what on the on our surprise? Uh, yeah, wild wild, wild prediction. My wild prediction the of the year. Ball. My wild prediction of the year is that the Denver Broncos make the playoffs as the last seed. Don't think that's too wild. Yeah, that's not too wild. Consider, uh, had you guys not been listening to me the past like month and a half, <laughs> it is a wild prediction coming from me. I've been shitting on the fucking Broncos left and right. Well, it's only natural for you to do that since I'm such a big Russ Homer. Sure, um, but <laughs> I think if there's any, I, I think that the playoffs there's not going to be a lot of surprises. But I think if there's any team, it's a team from that fucking division. That's the best division yeah. in football. And um, I read a, <laughs> I read a uh, prediction for next year. I showed it to Jake. This predict it was Sporting News, which we all know is hot garbage. Please add us. Um, <laughs> it had the Raiders coming in last in that division at seven and ten. Huh? Absurd. Interesting. Okay. Hot well, garbage. here I'll I'll piggyback off of you uh, for mine. I'm I'm not saying this is this is this is a wild thing, right? We're like we're just kind of predicting something that could, something crazy that could happen. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna say all four teams in that division make the playoffs. I can see it. Could happen. It can it can happen. Let's say hypothetically they all split with each other. Okay, so you're only getting four losses out of that. And then all those teams are good enough to beat everyone else in the league on any given night. So, and football is a crazy thing. We see crazy weird shit all the time. You know, the jets coming back and fucking blowing out the pats or some dumb shit like that. Sorry, Dylan. I I don't know why I picked that for an example, but 
Well, when the when the Jets blow out the Pats, I don't know. I just years. I made it up. I made it up. <laughs> oh, here here's a good one that you'll like: Jacksonville beating Indianapolis in the last week of the season. Hey, that's that's you know we see weird shit like that all the time. So for for us to say that those teams split 50 50 with each other and then all finish you know 12 and 5 or or you know 11 and 6 something like that or 13 and 4 uh all those teams are capable of doing that oh yeah absolutely and like i'll just like kind of go back to what i said like i've been reading more and more about uh this coach um in Denver and like I think that there's a outside chance that they might have one of the most surprisingly electric offensive seasons this year yeah um, I think it's very surprising I think they will have an electric what if, offense. It, it, the reason that it would be surprising is because the guy who they expect to be to come out of come out and be the number one receiver which is Jerry Judy has not stayed on the field since he got drafted yeah. uh, so their health is going to determine a lot, but like they just had Vic Fangio as their coach for three years. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's going to be a big surprise considering what that offense looked like the last yeah. three years. And, and um, hypothetically, Judy stays on the field the entire season. I, I, they maybe lose three games. I wouldn't go that far. I think they lose at least four or five. I think they get in the playoffs at like well, 10, yeah, I get, 10 and seven yeah. or 11 and six. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You're right. I don't know why I said that. That was stupid. But I mean, it'd be wild if they won the division at thirteen and four. Now that right. would be wild. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I think they have a have playoffs and out and one potential this year. I think they're, you know, just like the Bears, a year away. Who you got, JB? Their year. Russ isn't. Not a single comment about what <laughs> I <just> said. <laughs> I agree. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, what's yours? Mine is it's not a surprise to anybody here unless you've been living under a fucking rock. Oh, but the Vikings doing the north. <laughs> I'm, oh, just, I'm gonna stay on that, that is, line all year. That is fucking weak, Jake. Hey, listen, hey. <laughs> listen. He's nothing if not consistent. That's fair. I appreciate that. He's when reliable. I am, I am so so far behind them that. I fully believe it's not even wild that it, that's going to happen. Like, Have you put money on them yet? No, but I'm going to. Um, I, I got an honorable mention. What's that? It's not really – it's one that Jake kind of talked me into. <laughs> uh, Travis Etienne will have 10 rushing, go. 10 rushing touchdowns and 1,400 rushing yards this year. He's going to be fucking electric. Love it. Hmm. I don't hate it. I think that's a very bold prediction. I was pretty high on him in fantasy drafts. Uh, I, I was trying to cop him in like the fifth, sixth round, but uh, he was going a little bit too high for my taste. Yeah, let's let's be honest. James Robinson is not the guy. Now that that's not true. Hold on. I'm not. I'm no. What I'm saying. Okay, I should have. I, I should rephrase that. Yes, James Robinson can be the guy somewhere else. Travis Etienne is going to be better than he is. Absolutely. So. He, he's gonna he's gonna have more reps than James Robinson by the end of the year. Oh, and I, I, think, I don't think it's even close. I think James Robinson gets fucking traded. I, he's a good piece to trade. He I, holds value. A, he's young. Trade prediction. Da, da, da. I only did it once. It's fine. 
<laughs> James uh, Robinson gets yeah. traded to the New England Patriots. Oh, uh, fifth round draft selection. He's better than anybody you have. Hope not, because I just traded for mm. Steve in the dynasty draft. I I don't, I don't know, know about that. I don't know if I put him above. Uh, I want to. I want. Yeah, did no. I don't know. I, I don't think I put him above Ramondre yeah. Stevenson. I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to be the bell cow back. I think this is going to be the year he surplants. Uh, I'd rather have Ramondre than uh, than James Robinson. James Robinson's great, but uh, he could be <laughs> a compliment to the team. I guess he could be in kind of like the James White rule. I don't know. I, uh, That's I not who he is as a player, so it wouldn't work. Well, I, I don't really know too much to fuck about. Him. He, he's not. A pass he's catcher. a power back. He's a he's like a short, stocky power back. He's he's great at breaking tackles. He can make he's him like, in the open field. He can do a little bit of everything, but he's more they, like a power set back. Uh, another another good uh, trade destination would be fucking Philadelphia, because yeah. um, Miles a- Sanders ain't it. He no. ain't it. No, and he's proven it. He's been behind the best offensive line in football over the past over his entire career, and he hasn't he done runs, shit with it. He runs like he has an egg between his butt cheeks. Next you know, time you see him run, well, he <laughs> looks like he has something hole. fragile, something fragile between his butt cheeks. I think that the guy might. I think the guy might be a virgin because he can't find a hole either. He's got the Trent Richardson itis. <laughs> So, so that's time, why they picked up Trey Sermon from San Francisco on waivers. Like, let's not yeah. act like he's the second coming of any. Oh no, but let's <laughs> no, just say no. um, he could be better than fucking Miles Sanders because Miles sure. Sanders is absolute trash. So I think I, just, I actually take back my Pat's prediction. I predict James Robinson <laughs> to go to the fucking Eagles because it's a perfect fucking fit. I I just want to say something about uh, having fragile things in your butt. Uh, did you see that high school team that uh, I'm pretty sure that they like shut down their football season because they were hazing kids, the freshmen, they were having them put Oreos in their butt cheeks and having a hundred yard dash like, like, like in Blue like Mountain in, State. Just like in BMS. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> that like, listen, is that cool? Like, no, but goddamn, is it funny? Hey, it's relatively harmless. Put a cookie between your butt cheeks and go run the fucking hundred yards. Yeah, it's not humiliating or anything. I mean, other than the fact that you got to eat it if you lose. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. If you have a clean butt, you're fun. <laughs> to wash your ass. Yeah, clean butt, cool day. I'd eat that fun cookie every day of the week. <laughs> so, on the subject of hazing, did you guys have hazing? Have any hazing at uh, Virginia? Well, I I only played football my senior year, so I I only got to do the hazing. Uh, we do <laughs> we we just we just lined up all the freshmen and threw footballs at their dicks. That was it. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, we well, did have one. We had one freshman that yep, just decided to get out in front of it. He was like, "Listen, I know you guys are gonna haze me, so I'm just gonna fucking jump the gun, and you're not gonna do shit to me the rest of the year." And we we're like, "All right, what's your idea?" We had a cinder track around our football team. We're like one of the last schools in Illinois to have a cinder track. So we there was this one spot where he used to gather a fuckload of water. And he just he was like, I'll just dive headfirst into this fucking puddle of cinders with no helmet on, and then that's it. And he just took off in a full sprint and just slid right through that motherfucker, and we never fucked with him the rest of the year. Oh, get out of jail free card. Well, not really free, but nah. I got, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that I got hazed twice. Uh, At a Catholic school? No. Say it yeah. ain't so. 
the priest would just not leave me alone. <laughs> That's because you got that nice ass. <laughs> I got that. Old, old Sweet Cheeks Robinson. That's what they call him. <laughs> Nobody called me that. Uh, <laughs> so the hazing, I hope we have some like, I don't, I, I highly doubt there's any route football players who are listening to this podcast, but if you're listening, fuck them. Um, no, the player, those are children. Okay. No, they fuck did nothing them. wrong. It's not their fault that their parents sent them to that school. But here's 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 what here's what they do. So um, it's it's actually a mudslide, so it's not that bad. So it's during a raining practice, and the upperclassmen tell the the underclassmen that we're going to line you up, and you have to take a hit from each senior. <laughs> That's not what happens. They just run past them, and then they have to go fucking do a mudslide and find a way home in that in his fucking mud-soaked outfit. However, I did that. I did that, but I also had to line up every single week against James Casey. Uh, those of you who don't know, uh, now dentist, or uh, he's either a dentist or a chiropractor, one of those fucking things. Of course. Same, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, in my mind, he was like 6'6", 290, but like, he was really like 6'2", 240, but I was like, five eight one seventy eight or something like that so he just it made me fly every week i will he, say he was the fullback so he'd come around he'd fucking be the lead blocker and he just fucking lowered his head and just made me fucking he decleated me <laughs> that was my hazing I will say as as a very small high school football player, I, I was about five seven, uh every bit of hundred and fifteen pounds soaking wet uh at quarterback. And I'm not I, I swear to God I played against Giants. Every, every, every defense looked to me like an NFL defense because I was so small, but goddamn did I enjoy getting hit and just rubbing it in their fucking faces that they couldn't knock me out of the game. It was my favorite thing on earth. Yeah, I mean, it, I, my uh, freshman year, our star wide receiver was J.D. Holman. And he was probably only like 5'11", 6'1", in that range. But to me, he was like 6'5", 200-pound fucking Mike <laughs> goddamn Evans. Like, that's, uh, that's how I saw him. But, like, I was just a little fucking baby. Isn't it funny how that works? Yeah, because I look at high school players now and I'm like, what a bunch of weak bitches. You play football? <laughs> how do you like, not die? Like tackle? <laughs> how do you Give even me. how do you do you play tackle football? How do you even get the cereal off the top shelf at the fucking store? You're like four foot two. What the fuck? That's the funniest thing about our conference was that like all of the players were fucking tiny. Like all the quarterbacks were like oh, under yeah. six foot tall. Yeah. I don't know how I I don't know how I saw anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. The linemen were short as fuck too. That's not true. They were all five inches taller than me. <laughs> That's how it felt. I bet it, it like did. Two man. inches I, taller than you. It, like I'm. I bet I jumped and threw for probably eighty percent of my passes. So what you're saying is that you popularized what is now known as the Tebow jump pass. I, I may have. Innovative. <laughs> well, who would have thought that CJ was the uh, the passing quarterback of the generation? Yeah, you d- you didn't know that Tim Tebow was watching my tape. 
fuck no, we didn't, but we're going <laughs> to fucking pop off here to switch. Kyle, we got one more, one more than we got to get into our bets. It'll be really quick. Yeah. And because we, we can talk about it on a, on a future pod, but it's happening, guys. Oh, the 30 for 30? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah. 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 We almost skip over that. Yeah, I'm we, so we glad that I brought the Tebow pass. I feel like yeah, we haven't seen this. This is a long one. No, like, we're just announcing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just wanted to announce it, bring it up to send us comments on the pages. If you want to talk, you want us to talk about it, we'll go in deep. We'll have a whole podcast dedicated. We, we to also it. didn't say what the 30 for 30 or the documentary is. It's uh, a documentary. Yeah, the, the, oh, was it 2008, 2009 Florida Gators team? Yeah. Yeah. That had every walk of fucking 40, life on it. 41 criminals. <laughs> 41 criminals on their 52 man roster. That is and that's 90%. 80%, sorry. Just I I cannot. We were just talking about that the other night, uh Sunday night sitting down in the basement that they need to do the 30 for 30 on that Gators team. As we literally watching. the next day. Next day it came out. So uh <laughs> thanks thanks wiretap. Thanks government for fucking uh, hooking us up. We'll be sure to cover <laughs> that in a new pod, but boys it is now time to get into our bets. Let's do it. I'm fucking jacked. You hear that? That's the sound of money, boys. <laughs> That's the sound of money. Shit picks presented by Shitpost featuring the boys here. We're going to get into a three-game slate, and then we're going to do a mortal lock. Uh, the three-game slate is going to feature one pick from each one of these games here. Every week we're going to alternate uh, who picks the three-game slate. This week, it was yours truly, so I could set the vibe up here. First game, we're going to get hot and ready into it. Buffalo at the Los Angeles Rams. It is a – oh, I got to bring up my fucking line here. Right now, the Rams are uh, – or the Bills are two-point favorites. The over-under is 51.5 points. Rams money line. Obviously, the Rams are dogs here, home dogs, plus 115. I'll start us off. Boys, I don't think we overthink this one. I think we – take the Rams money line here. Uh, I think the Rams, they're the defending Super Bowl champion. We're, the, we're talking about Super Bowl hangovers. I think tomorrow night's going to be the Allen Robinson coming out party. We're going to finally see what this guy looks like with an elite number one uh, quarterback behind the, behind the helm. We're not going to see him with Mitch. We're not going to see him with Blake Bortles. We're going to see him with Matthew, the Iron Man fucking Stafford. I, I kind of wanted to do the under here. I really want to do the unders. I think 51 and a half is a lot for the first game of the season on a Thursday night. But the more and more I thought about it, go with the Rams here, the money line, lay it. Everybody's talking about Von Miller coming back to town. All of a sudden, we're treating Von Miller like he's the 2016 version of Von Miller. Also, they gave him, what, a six-year contract? Just a complete albatross of a contract. Yeah, it's really bad. That's crazy. We we were looking at it the other day. Yeah, we – I was it's on track and just looking up financials for shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, Von Miller got signed. He's on the bills. Let's see what he's doing. Six years. Six 120 years. mil or some shit. It's 120 million over six years. Uh, he got a, he got, there's an out after year four, I think. <sighs> we can talk about at it. At least they have I'll actually have the numbers and everything. Uh, but I think, right I think, I think it's uh, after four. It actually might be five. Jesus, I think he's Christ. fully guaranteed for four. Yeah, That's enjoy nuts. enjoy that Buffalo. Tredavious White is out for the Buffalo Bills. 
Uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be a passing day. I think these are two tough defenses. I think this is a close game, uh, but I like the Rams money line here. CJ, I'll kick it over to you. What do you have for us here? Uh, I'm taking the one that you were going to take. I am taking the under all day long. It's the first game of the year. Don't get me wrong. These two teams can bang. So it it could be a 60 point game. I, I just don't think it will be first. First actual game of the year. Everybody's a not a little rusty, but you know they're just kind of getting into it. Um, <clears throat> I think you know Josh is going to do his thing. Matt's going to do his thing, but I also think that I I don't think there's any receiver over a hundred yards. So I think that kind of keeps everything a little bit in check. Um, so yeah, yeah, un- under under fifty two points. I, I think that's pretty safe. I got you marked down for it. JB, let's hear your prediction here, buddy. Yeah, I'm keeping mine pretty simple. I think the Bills are the best team in the NFL this year, so I'm just going Bills money line. Straight up, Josh Allen, I think, is going to be the MVP. I think they're going to come out strong. And I, I, I don't like the under in the game, actually. I think it's going to be a shootout, but I'm taking just Bills money line. If I, if I could have had two picks, I would have took them to cover. Well, you don't get two picks. You get I one. Know. Kyle, <laughs> I know. Pick, bud? Okay, so can this just be like – so I've got a bet here that I really, really like, and I want to put like 20 bucks on. Okay, spit it out. All right, on uh, on DraftKings and the player parlays under this game, uh, Josh Allen, 75 rushing yards, which I think is a lock, and one rushing touchdown is plus 1,000. Love the odds. I love the bet. I, I'm, if the passing isn't working, is who is it going to be the running back? Is it going to be the rookie running back in his <laughs> debut? Or is it going to be the best player on the field? Minus Aaron Donald. I'm going to continue to make that point since you guys tried to hammer me with fake news last week. Uh, Just play Josh the tape. Donald, we'll, we'll go into the archive. You shat all over him. That's not on record, though. It's not. They delete after 24 hours. <laughs> ah, fuck. Should have saved those motherfuckers. Yep. Um, yeah, I like I I like a couple QB running uh, props this week very, very, very much. And so, okay, uh, so hang on. So for the sake the sake of the integrity of this, are you doing 75? What, you, that's your parlay. So you fucking put that in universe. It's a I, set parlay on draft. We'll keep track of these here, Kyle. That's so yourself taking a plus one well, I got, on this. So okay, so you're not bet- that much. Seventy-five yards and a touchdown. Okay. But you only you only get one. You yeah, got to pick you, one. I mean, it, it's a single. I get what he's saying. It's a parlay option on DraftKings, yeah. but okay, okay fine. Well, I'll do no, no. Fuck you. I've already got. I've already got wrote down. <laughs> Next week, though, fuck off with that. It's one bet. One bet. Your your fucking mortal lock par. Your mortal lock can be your fucking fifteen leg Geno Smith parlay if you want. Are we only doing a mortal lock on this game? No, any- no. no. God damn game. it! It's a any slate, any game on the slate. I've explained it three times. <laughs> okay, okay, then I change it completely. This okay. All right, so we're all lo- everybody's already said their bets on this game. Can we move on? Yeah. All right. Next fucking game on the slate here. It's the Baker Mayfield revenge game. The Cleveland Browns, the ultimate villain of the league right now, heading to Carolina to do battle with Baker Mayfield's Panthers right now. We have got where to go. 
Right now, the Panthers are the favorite. One and a half point favorites at home. Over under is 42 points. The Browns money line is at plus 105. Um, let's kick it back over to Kyle here. We'll do reverse order. Kyle, what's your uh, what's your analysis here? Who do you got? What's your pick? There's not much to analyze. It's Panthers money line. Don't make it too hard on ourselves. It's really easy to overthink this game. Yeah. <clears throat> Cut and dry. I like it. Straight to it. I'm going with the Panthers too, but I'm going for them to cover. What was it? One and a half. One and a half. I yep, think that, that's my favorite bet of the weekend out of any game. I think Baker's Baker's going to come in pissed off. He wants to fuck over the Browns, and I think he's going to do it. I'm going to piggyback right off of that. <clears throat> Mine's a uh, Baker over two twenty and a half. I think he busts. I think he probably throws for two fifty, and I, I they're gonna cover two fifty two tutties. Yep. Because you, I think I think there's there is no world where he goes, where he comes to this game and doesn't kick the ever living piss out of Cleveland. Yeah, I think Christian McCaffrey is gonna have a big say in this game. Yeah, and and a lot of that's just gonna be dumps from Baker. So I'll take all those fucking yards. I'm going to have to be the one to do it, right? You <laughs> cocksucker. I'm going to have to be the one to sit here and tell you that the Browns on paper have a better team talent-wise than the Panthers. I'm going to sit here and tell you they have the more experienced coach. I'm going to tell you that they have, you know, Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb in the backfield. I'm going to tell you that they have Jacoby Brissett, who for the first couple of weeks can't be a very competitive quarterback. He's serviceable. But I'm not going to do any of that because the Carolina Panthers are going to win this game. The Carolina Panthers are going to win this game. Listen, Baker Mayfield is a bad man because he beat out my guy, Sam Darnold. He beat out one of my most favorite quarterbacks of all time, Samuel motherfucking (laughs) Darnold, out of this job. And the Cleveland Browns are coming into town. Listen, this motherfucker wants revenge. And I'm not in on Baker. I'm in on Baker this game. Rest <laughs> of the season, out. This week, we all ride with Baker. I think it's a fucking consensus pick here. Everybody is taking Carolina. I've got them minus one and a half. They will cover. It's all. It was almost my mortal lock, but I got a better one coming. Moving on to the next game here, Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to Jerry World, heading to Dallas. Right now, it is a... Two and a half point spread. The Buccaneers are favored two and a half. Over under is 51 points. Dallas Cowboys money line is plus 120. Uh, CJ has the closest correlation with a Cowboys fan because, well, he's married to one. CJ, give us your uh, pick for this game. My pick for this game is Tony Pollard anytime touchdown score at plus 205. Love it. Uh, I, I love this pick because – the only reason that Zeke's still in town is because they paid him way too much money, and Jerry Jones is an old white who doesn't like to admit he's wrong. So uh, what they did was say, well, we'll just convert fucking Tony Pollard to a hybrid receiver slash running back, and he's going to get more touches than Zeke. He's going to get touches on the outside, so he'll, he'll be in a receiver slot at some points. And he's a hell of a, uh, a, a pass catcher. Um, I, we, he was a slot receiver in college. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, you he's know, not what a I mean. running they, back. Let's be clear. He, he no, but they used him as a running on, he back. Can't, like, I'll let you finish. I'll, I'll make him. I'll say my piece. But yeah, yeah, they used him as a running back. They used him as Zeke's backup. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. All right. So I, I know what you're going to say. You're, you're absolutely right. But I just he's got great hands. They love to give him the ball. He's shifty as a motherfucker. He mows over you if he has to. The I mean, he even in a backup role last year, I think he had five or six touchdowns. So I, I think with him getting the ball more, it, it's almost a complete lock that he that he scores. That's all yeah. I got. Yeah, I mean, I just there's there's a couple reasons Zeke's still in town because Zeke isn't every down back. He can take that kind of punishment. Tony can't. Um, he he he's a he's a he's a slot receiver that played running back for three years. Um, but this is the best role for him anyway. It like yeah. Amari getting traded was honestly the best thing that ever happened to Tony's yeah. career. That's a, that's another reason They're, they don't have. They've got CD Lamb, and that's yeah. pretty much it. CD Lamb and Dalton Schultz, and that's they still it. got Gallup, don't they? Yeah, but he's yeah, hurt. but he's hurt. So eventually it won't just be him. But right now, I think there's going to be a – yeah, I think you're right. But uh, I think there's going to be a lot of – a lot more rushing than there is passing in this game uh, between But Zeke. even even then, I, I still like that. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's not going to happen. The, the Zeke only gets the ball when they're on like, – like if they're in a scoring position, he gets the ball a lot when they're on like the one or the two because he's a big fucking dude. He's a bowling yeah. ball. Yes, yeah. but if they're six, seven, eight, nine, ten yards out, it's Tony Pollard all day long. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree. That's where I'm. Two hundred five, lock it in. Oh, two is it? Two hundred five uh, plus two hundred five okay. is what I got on plus two hundred five. Okay, you got it. Pollard anytime TD here. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, shit my pick out here. I guess I'll lean up to the microphone. I was getting real comfortable. Um. I don't remember what I have. Hang on a minute. Let me fire up the notepad here. Uh, I think I know what I have here. I got a reference here. Do oh, yeah. Easy. So this is this is the one of the this is the easiest bet on the three game slate we picked here. Uh, it's Tampa Bay to cover two and a half, and it's it's a landslide. Listen, this Dallas team uh, is in shambles for everything we just talked about. How they should have let fucking Zeke walk. They should or they should have fucking not gave him that bullshit ass contract. Tony Pollard is the better running back there. But that O-line in Dallas is uh, – I think Zach Martin is still around. Yep. And then it's 50 yards of shit, and then their next guy. Not saying that Tampa Bay – Tampa Bay has uh, Ryan Jensen. Uh, he's hurt. And I'm pretty sure uh, some other dickhead on their line. Yeah, they're they're missing two offensive linemen. Uh, and one dude flat out retired. So, but yeah. I, I'm basically putting this down into here. Uh, and then the defense on Dallas, you got Micah Parsons. Um, Trevon Diggs is very hit or miss. Uh, I think that this is going to start off. Dallas gets up touchdown. Dallas gets up ten. Second half adjustments. Uh, who's their Who's their coach in uh, Tampa Bay? Leftwich. No, no. Bulls. Bulls. Okay. I don't yeah. know what, what is, is it. Bulls. Le- bulls? Yeah, le- lefties are off their OC. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. I I like that even better. Yeah. Uh, give me Tampa Bay to cover in Jerry World. Uh, Kyle, what say you? Okay, mine's an alternate line. It's the it's the Buccaneers minus five at plus one forty. Okay. 
for all the reasons that Dylan just said, I assume. No. Um, <laughs> you brought up Trevon Diggs. Trevon Diggs is either interception or it's a big yardage because he can't actually cover. He's he's a glorified safety play in a cornerback position. Yeah. He can't cover guys man-to-man. That's why they continuously try to put in zone schemes because he can't cover. And I'm not being an asshole when saying no, that. No, that, that was his, exactly- that was his his biggest thing coming out of college was he wasn't good man to man cover. Yeah. Um, Which is exactly why Saban put him to safety. So, yeah. Um, I think he, if he moved to free safety, he'd be a fucking all pro, mm-hmm. but that's not what they have him doing. So um, if you, you've got him covering Mike Evans and. Um, Godwin, Godwin's supposed to play week one. Now Godwin him up hey, um, even better. Um, I I was going to say that my best bet is Leonard f- for this game would have been Leonard Fournette to score any touchdown, but it's not good odds. So that's why I changed mine to a different pick. Um, but I also just like Tampa, even though Tom hasn't been there, it's Tom Brady. He's going to be ready week one. It doesn't matter. Um, and you've got those guys on offense. You've got a great defense. Just, just go get it done. I, again, don't overthink it. I think the better team wins. Yeah. And, Tampa is clearly the better team in this case. JB, rock our fucking world, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm going Tampa as well. I'm taking the money line on Tampa. It's more so to do with me not trusting the Cowboys than it is me being confident in Tampa because I do think that Tom might be a little bit rusty, just not playing at all in the preseason, not practicing even in the preseason. But I still trust a rusty Tom over – the Cowboys. So, so here, here's a little something to, to back you guys up there. Uh, last year when they played Dallas, Tom threw four picks, three or four, three or four interceptions. They were down big at halftime. He came back. They won by one. Yeah. So, and do you think there's a I mean, chance well, that's, that he gives up four picks this game? No, but that, that's what I'm saying. That Dallas lost Amari Cooper, Gallup's hurt. All they have is C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard and and Zeke just banging people in the head. And Dak, Dak's still gonna run. No, Dak, D- Dak's yeah, Dak, Dak will do his thing. D- yeah. Don't get me wrong, but they're gonna get theirs. Yeah, but I, I just think with where Dallas is at right this second, and where Tampa Bay is, is just it's it's not real close. I think it will be closer than people think, though. Yeah, yeah. I get money line. I don't trust it to be a blowout or anything. I think five points is a good, good safe bet. Yeah, I think they win by seven. I think they win by a touchdown. Yeah, six or seven, maybe a, maybe an overtime touchdown. Yeah, it could even be that. Like I just, yeah, I'm with you though. I think I think it's Tampa. I think they're the better prepared team. I think they have the hilarious, hilarious that I'm saying this about Todd Bowles, but I think they have the better head coach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, from, not from when... watching him coach with the Jets, that is a funny, funny saying. <laughs> Listen, it's with the Jets, man. He was he wasn't very good. A lot of a lot of baffling shit. Uh, who the fuck was a receiver during that time that was roasting us and he fucking benched it? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. That's too far back. That was multiple too, years too ago. Many years ago. Too many years. Too I many also believe in ago. second chances. Give the guy a chance. He is a brilliant defensive coordinator. Um, so he's going to be handling that side. I, I think he's going to fix the holes that the Tampa defense obviously had last year. Um, so that's why I think they come in better prepared because Bulls is kind of a drill sergeant. The guys that were there are going to fucking be ready. Um, and I don't trust 
Mike McCarthy to order me a sandwich, let alone call me plays. So, uh, well, actually, that's not true. I I trust him very much to order me a sandwich. I don't trust him not to eat it before I get it, though. That's true, but I think it would be one of the best sandwiches you've ever had in your life. Probably the second best sandwich outside of Andy Reid ordering you a sandwich. I apologize. I mean, it'd be all I right. I was just you. trying to say. I would never hire him in a million years to call plays for me or run a team. Well, why don't you why don't you say you trust him as far as you can throw him? Because it's negative one yard. Yeah, it's about as far as I can throw Eddie Lacy. <laughs> so, real quick, uh, speaking of second chances, uh, there's a revenge game this weekend. Uh, it's so not it my it's not my mortal lock. There's a revenge game this weekend. It's not Baker. It's uh, the Jets and the Baltimore Ravens because Elite Ooh. Joe Flacco is getting the start. Sure is. Jets bar covering this game. It's not. It's not on the format no. here. We're about ready to go into mortal locks. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you like to add to it? Uh, to that game, I haven't. My absolute mortal lock of the week is oh shit is uh, Lamar's rushing yards. Right now, it's a what? I don't know. No, it's no, fun. no, 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 no. It's fun. It's, it's only fun. at sixty-four and a half. He's going to go for a hundred. This dude is going to go off every single game this year because he's playing for money. And he's his own agent. He's playing for himself. And so I think that's why I'm not trading him yet in fucking fantasy. Because he's going to fucking go off. You say I think he over... has at least 100 yards, but the over is only 64 and a half. It's easy money. Over 64. Basically, I'm just bitching because in my little fucking, there's only so much space in the little app that I'm using to write down the fucking things. It's going to be the smallest text you ever fucking seen. Lamar Jackson <laughs> over 64 and a half. That's why I want it straight up. It's easy to put M-I-N plus seven or something like I'm that. Sorry. Fucking, uh, Josh Allen, my 70, favorite bet of Josh the Allen 75 yards. Josh Allen, one touchdown. <laughs> I've got two fantasy traps tonight. I might take Lamar one in both of them. Oh, fuck fucking, off. You're not going to do that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to win. So... <laughs> Kyle has already rushed us into mortal locks. We are off the fucking rails this time. I'm really uh, vitamined up, guys. I, I would love for you to find an episode where we're not off the fucking rails. I mean, there, there's some times where we have a little bit of structure. Now we're fucking, we got Joe Flacco elite and fucking Kyle's got fucking, I got I got a wall of text here for Kyle's fucking bets. So CJ, you're no fucking, you're no fucking <laughs> I like player better. props. That's fine. I'm sorry. That's fine. That wasn't the fucking original format. Jesus Christ. My mortal lock of the fucking week, uh, JB, shout out you, is a Vikings money line. The Vikings are going to win tomorrow. They're facing the Green Bay Packers, or not tomorrow, uh, Sunday. They're facing the Green Bay Packers. They've got a brand new head coach that's a pass-happy son of a bitch. The Packers, not a big enough deal is being made about the Packers offense right now. You have Alan Lazard, a busted-ass Sammy Watkins, a rookie in Christian Watson, and some fucking dickhead named Romeo Dubes. This hell is, of a name. This is their fucking wide receiver corner. You got Robert Tanyan, <laughs> who's busted. Uh, Aaron Jones, who's a fucking Popeye's biscuit away from a fullback. And you've got fucking A.J. <laughs> Dillon, who is the superior running back here. And Aaron Rodgers talking about how he's tripped on ayahuasca. And he was he was playing games on drugs. Tom Brady allegedly lets out a couple PSIs of fucking air from football. Oh, my God, the flake gave four-game suspension, million-dollar fine. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers gets tripped out on fucking wacky tobacco, and nobody fucking cares. Vikings by a fucking million. Vikings fucking money line plus one hundred. Uh, what's the what's the what are the what's the or not the over under? What's the spread on that game? The spread, uh, it's tight. I think yeah, right here it's a uh, Vikings one and a half. Oh, plus one and a half. Uh, the Packers are favored, but uh, Vikings are plus one and a half. 
Oh, yeah. That's a good pick then. I, I like them outright. Completely outright. They're, yeah. gonna, they're going to win this game 24-14. They're going to win this game 26-18. 26-20. They're going to win. They're going to win this game, no problem. 100%. Oh. Uh, Justin Jefferson over – take his over on yardage too. A little side bet there. Take, take his over. He's fine. Bird. Next. You want me to go? Uh, sure. All right. Mine is a bit of a parlay here. It's only three legs. Hang on. Let me get my pen. Uh, get, get another, get another <laughs> fucking sheet of paper, boss. I, I put you at the bottom for a reason. So I wouldn't fucking have to. I put you at the bottom. I knew this was coming. Let's you hear know, I am a parlay happy motherfucker. Uh, so this, this is one that DraftKings cooked up for us, uh, which is a cool thing that they're doing this year. Never take the ones they make for you. Uh, Jacob, this one's easy fucking money, bud. (laughs) Uh, Denver money line. Okay. Denver to win the first quarter and under 44 and a half. Okay. Lock it in. I don't hate it. There is no world where Seattle... I, I bet Seattle doesn't score ten points in this game. So, <laughs> who's their quarterback? Like, who's starting? Gino. Gino. Oh, we got to make a Gino prop. Yeah, yeah. There's a oh, Gino we'll, post we'll make it. A I, I don't have time to to look at it. No, fuck you. No, that was the deal. We're doing the Gino prop now. Goddamn it! Well, after, I'll after make JB, one right fucking now. After JB, yeah, you fuck JB. Uh, CJ's CJ's fucking uh, mortal lock is a three leg parlay for the week one. I expect fucking nothing less. JB, let's bring us back to reality here. What's your uh, what you got for us? Yeah, I'm gonna keep it pretty simple for you. There were three that I was very torn between, but I think I'm going Devontae Adams one plus touchdown. Okay, I love that. I just I saw that. the starting cornerback is out that game, and I think that's gonna be an absolute shootout. So, Devontae, one touchdown easy. I like it. Short, simple. I didn't have to take up half a page to write it down. I follow the rules. Oh, fuck you, man. That uh, boy did fucking – JB gets a fucking A-plus this week and $5 <laughs> in his Venmo account for me for not having me. I'm going to have to re-edit. Like, I posted that teaser. Like, hey, here's how I want the fucking card to look like. Now I've got to go back to the fucking drawing board, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I actually have to do I didn't shit. read the fucking rules. I actually have to do shit at work now, which is fucking ass. I don't have time to sit here and fucking work on, on cards and promos and shit like that. Uh, do you guys have a Geno Smith fucking yep. bet? All right, I got one. All right, let's go. All right, we're going. We're going. We're only going three leg because it's all I had time for. Okay. Uh, under two oh six, under two oh six and a half. Sorry. Uh, under one and a half passing touchdowns, and we're gonna go over a half interception. Okay, I'll just do that one because I didn't have time to make one. I I put that together in three seconds, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> well, I like the bet. Ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the Geno Smith parlay, for those of you that's unaware here, uh, it was like week one or some early week last week. It was week and, one. Okay. And Geno Smith was uh, the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, just like he's oh. going to be this Sunday. These motherfuckers were cooking up just these zonky, these six-leg parlays that I'm just going to go ahead and say it for you guys. We were only one leg away from that fucking hit. And could you imagine if it fucking hit? It fucking didn't. It didn't hit. It didn't hit. So I understand the the allure of it, but now we're making it into a bit. Geno Smith parlays will be here as long as he's a starting quarterback in this league. From here on out, we will do like motherfucking Geno Smith parlay. 
You got it. Because we only bring the finest content here. That was shit post picks. Uh, I've got my work cut out for me editing this shit later and putting it into a nice card. But we're going to move on to shooting the shit and speaking or uh, staying with the football format we've had here. Some people, a lot of people, everybody and their grandmother says the overtime rules in the NFL are shit. So you wake up tomorrow and you were Roger Goodell for 24 hours and you can fix the overtime rules. How would you do the overtime rule? I'm going to start off. Here's how fuck I would do OT in the NFL, boys. Each team gets one possession. If each team scores a tutty, so it's 7-7, they've fucking they've scored a touchdown here. On the next possession, it's kind of like the college OT rules, except we start at the 35-yard line, and it's whatever you want. You want to boot the field goal? Go ahead. But if you do that, the next team gets to fucking boot the field goal. So it kind of pits fucking a little strategic here. You got a fucking kicker you trust there for 35. So 35 yards out. That'd be what, uh, 55 45. Year, 45? It'd be 45 uh, yards. Oh, I guess it'd be 40. Like 48. 48, or yeah, 48. Okay, so let's just, let's just back up maybe the 40 then, make it over 50 yards. Okay. That seems fair. So, like, if so we went 7-7, the next team steps up, they beat the field goal, the next team has the opportunity to tie it, field goal, next one you can do whatever fuck you want, go for the fucking, basically a kickoff there at the end. Both teams are able to score, able to score a touchdown, have your kicker going there and have a little fun kickoff. It's not the most fucking appealing one in the world, but I, I think that's fucking great. I think that would be a, and it's not like the college OT rule where like you can go into nine over fucking times, but it would just something different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honorable, honorable mention will be just the college rule because it's yes. exciting as fuck. It, it is electric. Oh, yeah, it's that's not what I'm saying. Um, I'll go. Um, just fucking you play another fucking quarter. Yeah. Easy one. Whoever's leading at the end of that quarter, you just keep fucking playing. Who wants it more? Who wants it more? You're going to fucking find out who's got it in them to win that fucking game. This is the NFL. This ain't for weak bitches. <laughs> so yeah. strengthen up. You play another quarter. Whoever, if there's, if it's, you just keep playing. And that's how you do it. Yeah, mine, you don't have to fuck simple. up. You don't have to fuck with the rules. You just keep playing. Yeah, mine, mine's fairly similar. You just take out the ties. Nobody's fucking tying. That's a bullshit rule. Uh, you the only the only other thing that I would change is, um, your first the team that gets the ball they score a touchdown. It's not over. The other team has a chance to come down score a touchdown. If they don't score a touchdown, then they can win. That's fine. But get the fucking ties out of there. Mm-hmm. That's that's the, only, the biggest it's the biggest bullshit rule that they've ever made. So ties only make sense if you're running your leagues on a point system like right. the NHL and like soccer does. That's yep. the only – other than that, what is the point of a tie? There is no point. There's no advantage to having a tie. Exactly. Which is kind of the point. Oh, well, just don't tie then. That's not that simple. No, but but in that over that overtime situation, you take the tie out. You let the first team scores a touchdown. They've got a chance to come back and tie it. Uh, if they don't, even you miss the extra point, you're fucked. Get out of here. But somebody's got to win. Yeah, I agree. Unless you're going to completely reconstruct the league to where you're making points instead of winning games, yeah, which seems wildly it, drastic. It that no, they wouldn't do that because of the shortness, the the length of the season mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to do that which is why ties don't fucking make sense get them out nope 
I'm kind of with Kyle. I'm saying you play another 12 minute quarter, and then if it's still tied, you go to college rules after that. Just to just to kind of revise what I said, I think you should play less amount of time in each period. So you play full 15 minute overtime period. It's still tied. You play 12 and then 10 and then six and then five. And then you just figure out who's going to fucking win the game at that point. Uh, but you can't. Can you, can you imagine going like six overtimes and it's just two minute drills the whole time? <laughs> That'd be fucking great. I think that's the play guys. Just a two minute <laughs> overtimes, just two minute drills. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Fucking I, hate, I love that. I, I don't fucking it's hate fucking that. Exciting. So yeah, I, I won't. I want to re. I won't redo my fucking shit. So o- overtime procedure is fucking as follows: you fucking get an opportunity to score seven points. The opposing team scores seven, so we're seven seven in the overtime. From then on out, it is a motherfucking two minute drill. So you have a two minute drill starting at your own fucking twenty five, and can you get in field goal range? Make it. Get, could defense get a takeaway? I I love that. You may, each team has two minutes on offense to go score. Uh. First, let's say Patriots go downfield, don't fucking score shit. It's fucking Jets ball. Jets go downfield, don't score shit. Basically, run over again. Patriots go downfield, score three. Jets either have to match three or go for the tutty to win. I don't hate it. I like that. I, I like that. that a lot. Yes. Look at us. We're fucking doing Roger's job better than fucking that little <laughs> pasty white fuck could ever do. Bag of tapioca shit. Fuck you, Roger. Hey, bro. This is a sports podcast. Dylan, Dylan still has to cut off his leg with a chainsaw. I'm going to point that out. What are you talking about? When we, never mind. I don't recall. Was I drunk? I don't, we were talking about John Mazaylock and fucking uh, old dipshit. And you said that if, I don't remember what happened, but if something, or if they didn't suspend Deshaun for fucking however long, you were going to go to the NFL headquarters and cut his leg off with a chainsaw. Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about my leg. I'm like, when the fuck did I do my fucking APT bet? Oh, yeah, I'll kill no, Roger. No, no, no. If I see Roger Goodell, I'll kill him on sight. <laughs> I'm saying it's not a smile on my face. I'll kill him on sight. He can suck my ass. I don't give a fuck about him, <laughs> his family, his kids. Fuck him. Just don't care. That, that um, whole entire shit where you could win the fucking uh, Dave Portnoy on Barstool did it, where like you could bid to fucking, you know, win draft day at Roger's house to go sit on his fucking couch. If I was independently wealthy, I would have bought that. I would have paid excess <laughs> of $10 million to win that giveaway. And just, I knock, I just knock on Roger's door. He opens it. He's like, oh, you must be the guy that won. And I punch him right in his fucking pudding ass nose. And just smear. I just, just fucking, fucking melt him in his living room. Pizza's here and just fucking melt him in front of his wife. I'll give you a fucking pizza, buddy. Here's your fucking tomato sauce. Your goddamn uh, He can go get fucked. I hate Roger Goodell. Worst commissioner in fucking sports. He can fuck off. That's hilarious. Well, boys, that was a good episode. We had a lot of fun there. Um... <laughs> Do we want to vote on one? Do what? Do we want to vote on one? On um, worst commissioner? No. no. Oh. End the show. <laughs> no, I, I, I hear what you said. Vote, vote on what? Like, which idea we like the best? For the OT? Yeah. Uh, I kind of like... Uh... I think it's two-minute drill. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of like two-minute two drill, yeah. Like nothing but two-minute drill. Yes. You get it on the 25, go. No, yep. you get on the 15, go. go. Yep. There you go. I don't hate it. So, yeah, that one's number one with a bullet. Be sure to follow shit posts on all of our socials. Be sure to keep uh, out the Twitch stream. We'll have another Madden Ultimate stream. I played some streamers last time. 
on some real dirtbag motherfuckers cussing me out saying they're gonna bang my mom just you know your typical shit you encounter in online play Go ahead. jokes jokes on them yeah jokes on them figuratively my mom's been dead to me since since i was four years old she's still living unfortunately but but you get the fucking point so i'll let cj take it away with his line or if he's got something to say and then we will get the fuck out of here yeah, I mean, just go go check out all the girls' podcasts. We got two dumb witches coming out uh, on Friday, yeah, uh, and then we've got RBF for dropping bangers. They uh, they hit the Roe v. Wade uh, debacle this week. Uh, it's uh, I listened to it. It's it's pretty solid. Um, yeah, go check out the girls. Check out everything we put out. Uh, stay fresh, cheese balls. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>